Welcome back to The Garbage Reel. I'm joined by my co-host, Sam Orsino. Hey folks, how we doing? Today we're going to be talking about the 2008 action movie, Speed Racer, but it's going to be a different structure episode. First, we're going to start with a bit of a story, and this story is about how this became the most hated movie in my house that never stopped playing. So I played Speed Racer almost every chance I could, from road trips, at home, anytime I could, and my family grew so tired of it so fast. And it's longer than usual kids movie because most of them are around an hour and 20 minutes, hour and 30 minutes. And this one is about two and a half hours. And it was extremely difficult for them to convince me to watch anything else when I was obsessed with this movie. And now, long since I've grown out of it, whenever I bring this movie up or anybody brings this movie up, they always immediately go back to how I couldn't stop watching this every time. And every time this movie gets brought up, they all groan and just disgust. And so with that, we're, I still do love this movie. I really do. I think it's a great movie. Critically, it was not well-received. So it was written and directed by the Wachowski sisters. They are known for all of the Matrix movies and the comic book movie V for Vendetta. So the budget for this movie was an estimated around $120 million. Its opening weekend gross was about $18.5 million. It's all right. And the worldwide gross, 93.9. So bit of a bit of a failure in that. No profits. The cast includes um, Emil Hirsch as Speed Racer, Matthew Fox as Racer X slash Rex Racer, John Goodman plays Pops Racer, Susan Sarandon plays Mrs. Racer, Christina Ricci plays Trixie, the love interest, and Roger Allen plays Royalton, the British almost Trump-like figure that's the villain of the movie. And he's great. So what did you think about the movie? So the overall thoughts, I mean, I don't know how it was rated this bad. Like, whenever I rewatched it, I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a kid after it came out. And watching it back, I mean, we watched um, Spy Kids 3 recently and talked on the pod about that. And And this is not great. night and day difference. Yeah, Close in time frame, but the CGI was next level cgi rivals with what i feel today mm-hmm. as some of the best stuff especially yeah. for being in that time frame early 2000s yeah so anytime they're in the races because all of the races are extremely high tech and high like sci-fi type style style and this cg is so beautiful. good for it 2008 so it's good. very good i love it and yeah. i was watching the movie and i was like this looks like it recently came out other mm-hmm. than some yeah things anytime, we'll get into a little later yeah anytime they're not in a race the cg is iffy yeah. if not just it's, outright yeah. awful but yeah it's almost like they took an anime which this is based on an anime from the 60s mm-hmm. but it's almost like they took an anime from like today's time all that crazy action stuff and just moved it straight to live action and just didn't change a thing i know and it works it really does it me. does so this movie when it came out, it was critically just hated. Everybody rated it awful. And in the last 10 or so years, it's gained a lot of goodwill online, especially on Twitter, uh, IMDb, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, stuff like that. It's climbed back up on those ratings from when it first came out. It's considered um, a heavy uh, cult classic. I love it. I mean, looking back, I'm going to show this to my kids. I hope they show it to their kids to show. <laughs> I, I love this movie, and it just brings so much... Like, it just reminds me of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up in a rural area. Um, we didn't have, like, obviously not geared towards racing like this, yeah. but I did motocross, and this is kind of 
along those lines with how they did um, all of their stunts and races. But I just know growing up loving cars, especially like Cars the movie, mm-hmm. like this was up there. This is just was, another level. Yeah. It's yeah. like cars on steroids. Mm-hmm. And it was like something, if I didn't rewatch it, I don't know if I would ever have watched it again other than for this pod. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it's going to it's gonna be rewatched a couple times now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we've talked about the races are just amazing. The cars look great but the characters i mean they're they're kind of playing it a little over the top they're real goofy in how they're portraying each character and i mean they've got john goodman susan sarandon and matthew fox matthew fox at the time was doing really well but john goodman and susan sarandon are just giving heat checks left and right like they're just giving it their all in this movie and it it really went underappreciated i really it did i think they did very well Mm -hmm. like if we Compared to those other movies that were in the early 2000s, such as, like, the Spy Kids series, Mm -hmm. like, they try and flirt with, like, the goofy, serious, like, more goofy side, and it just doesn't work. Whereas this is, like, you know, they do have some, like, serious talks in this movie, and it, they do very well. And those serious talks, they hold up even to now. Like, it's not, like, these ones that could only be interpreted for a kid's movie. Like, it's actually kind of serious and... Um, heavy messages that even adults can yeah understand it is especially whenever um like there's a lot of talk about corruption in yes. racing that's a big plot point it in is the movie huge with the conflict and it's huge in real life too it so is, it's not yeah. just like a lot of these things and issues are kind of transversable with today's society especially and especially about how what just like the levels of change and things that one person can do just by doing what they truly know how to do and it's definitely a learning experience for, like, the soon-to-be dads and the dads that are already out because mm-hmm. he talks to his first son. Very good father-son relationships. Yes. Very different ones and very good ones. So <laughs> his first son, I'm blanking on the name for his Rex. Rex. Yes. He let him walk out the door and... Very tumultuous. And not, they kind of ended on a very, very bad thing. On a bad like note. They just never talked again. And then his brother dies. He does. Dies. Yes. Spoilers dies. If for the movie. If you haven't seen it, he Rex racer dies in this kind of like back country cross country race. Yeah. And we do find out later he faked his own death and it's a whole thing because there's the another, there's a huge criminal aspect in this movie yes, too. There there's is. a lot of, there's gangsters. a lot of gangsters. There's I like a lot. It of, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do the whole piranha scene. I love that scene with yeah. the whole gangsters. The whole having your own office in a, in the a back semi. of like an 18 wheeler. Yeah. It's so cool. And that's 18 wheeler has just missiles where the engine should be. Yeah. It's, so I thought cool. it was so fun. Yeah. So we're going to get into the categories today. And so the categories are the same as they always are. We've got the best quote, the best performance, the worst performance, the most crazy outlandish slash kind of our favorite scene. What's aged the best, what's aged the worst. So like what, Looking back on this movie now, what seems better and what seems just like, oh, we shouldn't be talking about this or almost glorifying this, and who won and who lost the movie? Who comes out looking the best and who comes out looking the worst? So moving to the best quote, I have two because, I mean, this movie's it really, they sprinkle them in, but they are some banger yeah. quotes. Yeah. So the first one I have is from Rex Racer or Racer X, and he's talking to Speed because Speed is getting kind of disillusioned about racing because if he, he finally sees like it is very corrupt. He says, you don't climb into a T-180 to be a driver. You do it because you're driven. And it's, it's so good. It's so good. 
And the other one is between Pops and Speed Racer. And this one, I think, sums up their relationship extremely well and how Pops has grown since he had his falling out with Rex. Mm -hmm. Pops says, you think you can drive a car and change the world? It doesn't work like that. Speed responds, maybe not, but it's the only thing I know how to do and I got to do something. Those are just perfect lines. In a kid's movie, too, it's like... It's so great to watch these mov- these movies now and hear things like that that just they went over my head when I was a kid but now yeah. it's just to hit you like a bag yeah, of bricks. They do. All right, my best quote was between Trixie and Pops and a little context between this was um they are doing a cross country race as we talked about and they are in this hotel between races and where Pops is against this but he kind of came cuz you know he's proud of his son and everything and so there was hired assassins, ninjas, to come in and take out some of the racers. Take out Speed and his crew, yes. essentially, his other drivers. Yes. And it becomes a huge scene where you have, like, two ninjas or three ninjas come at all the, the racers. And then there's one ninja trying to kill Speed. And then the whole family basically gets into this fight, and then the dad comes in, and you see he's like a black belt. And he saves something. the day. Yeah, he throws saves out the, the window. And Trixie says, was that a ninja? Whereas Pop goes, that's not a ninja. That's a nanja. Terrible what passes for a ninja these it days. Is, yeah, that's a good I one. stopped dead in my tracks watching this movie, and I laughed so hard. That was the funniest thing. I've heard in that, in that whole movie. I was trying to keep my eye out for those best quotes. Yeah, but as soon as he says that. That's a good one. That was probably I, my favorite as when I was a kid. I loved it so much. Yeah. It was my favorite. And so now to the best performance. I have two again. Um, of course you do. I do. I mean, there's so many good things about this movie. I love this movie to death. But so the first one is uh, Royalton, the villain, because when he comes in, he's very charismatic. He's kind of fun, like not fun, but he's uh, he wants speed and he seems very loving. Mm-hmm. And you kind of suspect like there's there's got to be something yeah. else. You can't just be like this. You can't get this rich without no. a little dark side. Yeah. And when he turns, he has a whole like argument with with speed about like the corruption and racing. And Every, all the races are fixed yeah. and all this and that. And Puts doubt in Speed's mind, that's for sure. Yeah, and when he's delivering these lines, it's almost like a continuous shot on him for like three straight minutes, mm-hmm. and he is just belting off these lines with amazing performances. He's doing very well because he's getting so, he gets increasingly mad as he gives off these lines, and every time it gets louder and louder and more scary as he does. And it. you can see the fear in Speed's eyes too. Yeah, when they pan back, like he's shook but he i think he's a very good villain in this movie because he does go from that like oh like come on come in i'm gonna help you i'll help mm-hmm. you become a great driver you'll be one of the greats of the of one of the greatest of all time and then he just flips on him instantly like that and then in the grand prix the final race he's just losing his mind just throwing things everywhere and it's perfect for mm-hmm. that character and so my other performance was the parents so John Goodman and Susan Sarandon, we already talked about this. Mm. They're just like hitting for the fences this in this movie. Uh, John Goodman is playing Pops Racer amazingly. I mean, we don't see the 20 years in between Rex and Speed growing up from their, from Rex's argument to Speed's. And, but you can just tell he's had, he's grown so much from realizing his mistakes with how he raised Rex to how he wants to raise Speed. And you can just tell he wants to, do any way to keep speed close to him and the mom too plays it amazingly because she 
she we never really saw her arguing with Rex. I don't ever know if she did. And but when Speed thinks about leaving just as Rex did, she's very caring. She's very she says like when you drive it's like art. I love watching mm-hmm. you do it. It's almost like you're painting. And it's a great That was almost monologue. my best quote. It's she, very good. She delivered that so well. Mm-hmm. How about your best performance? So my best performance was Speed. Mm-hmm. He just did such a good job of like even just in the racing scenes, I know it's CGI in the background and everything, but he does so well. One of my favorite scenes of his acting is whenever he's in the last race, the mm-hmm. Grand Prix, where he's in the car and he's got to like calm down, focus up, listen to the car, listen to the car. And he's mm-hmm. just, he does, he hits every note. He does. Emil Hirsch is a very good actor. He's in another movie. Uh, his other like biggest movie was this one called Into the Wild based on a book of the same name. And he's very, very good in that movie. Yeah, that one did, brought me to tears. He did very good. Yep. So the worst performance for me was Sparky, his like manager, I love engineer. Sparky. I don't know. I don't know. He just, I've never liked him. Like ever since I first watched this movie, I just didn't really. Yeah. It's hard to explain for me with just why I don't like him, but it's just, he never really did anything special. I thought he's just kind of there. Yeah. I thought he did pretty well, to be honest. Um, the one scene with Sparky that I did like was whenever he was tuning up the car before the big Grand Prix race. And they had a, like a little pep talk. He's like, uh, the cockpit's the same size as Thunderhead or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then Speed and him had a very heartfelt moment. Yeah. Um, my worst performance was the gangster's henchmen. Yeah. They were just. They, I mean, they're, they're trying to cartoony. be like dumb and dumber. Yeah. But it, it just doesn't it work. It just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you had all of your, a lot of your main cast pull off really incredible roles and performances. And then you have like these idiots like absolute like like you can have like serious gangster henchmen that are joking it's too dumb yeah it's it's a little too far past what i thought the movie should have went down yep but i still think like the head gangster did a pretty good job and like but it was just the henchmen man they were just ugh so moving on from there is the crazy favorite scene. So mine is the Grand Prix, which is the final race in this movie. This whole, it's like 20 minutes long. It's the climax of the movie and it's perfect. Just everything. He's starts out in dead last and brings it up and he gets almost taken out of the race. And then he has, his car is like sitting there dead in the water and he's, and I don't know how many laps are in this race. I think it's at least three. We saw, we were assuming more. But he's having to listen to his car, as you said earlier, and he turns on this like nuclear engine inside of his car that he, apparently he somehow knows how to turn on and just zooms around the track as fast as he can. And when it's happening, you're just seeing streaks of A his light tra- The light trails were the light insane. Trails were amazing. They were so good. And you're seeing... Um, not flashbacks, but like floating heads of like his mom talking to him about how she loves to watch him race or like the conversation he had with Pops before he left to go drive in the Grand Prix. It's just like like the reasons for why he's racing, like why he's doing this to All the change impactful the world. moments. And, and it's it, that scene, it, it almost gets me every yeah. single time, dude. It's so good. It is. All right, my best scene. So I have two. Um, I loved... Whenever they did the um, the grand or not the not the grand prix the, the cross, cross country. country race those are really good the the ending there was just so many race scenes that was like it's like what you dream of as a kid and it's like what um, 
It's like what Fast and Furious tries to do and can't do. Yeah, so they're in like a team of three. It's Speed, Racer X, who he doesn't know at this time is his brother. He never does, actually. It's very sad to me. Um, And then this other driver, Teja Tobacon, who like, is like the team leader essentially, but they go in, it's like a series of three cross country races. They're all really dangerous. Like nobody plays by the rules to get a ticket Mm -hmm. to the Grand Prix. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's, I think we see two of the races, maybe maybe might be only two, but they are very, very cool because there's, there's some pretty intense action scenes. Like speed almost gets thrown. He does get thrown off a mountain and then he drives back up. We'll get to that part. Yeah. That's, that's a very interesting scene. But, um, the other one was the opening scene whenever he's in school because that was me as a child. I'm making car noises. I'm dreaming. I'm driving everywhere. It's just one of, like, the most, like, relatable and, like, just, like, fun little. And how they did the animation with it, it was, like, cartoon animation where it was, like, like basically, hand-drawn. like, hand-drawn mm-hmm. and not looking, like, professional but looking like a child. And it would it, it did very good. Like, it brought me back especially in that opening scene where I was like, I'm dreading watching this movie because it's going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. And then that pops up and you're like, okay, okay. I see where it's going. And then it just keeps rising after that and keeps getting better. Yeah. Okay. So moving on from there, we're going to the age, the best and age, the worst. So my age, the best is, um, like high class, extremely expensive motor racing becoming like, it's obviously like the dominant sport in America, it seems like there. Mm-hmm. And with like other sports like F1, IndyCar, like their popularity yeah. is like on the rise in America yes. dramatically. So how about your age the best? My age best was the CGI. Okay. Um, I loved it. We talked a little bit about this earlier of how the CGI compares to stuff today that I haven't really seen. If yeah. we're talking about like the Grand Prix with the light trails. Mm-hmm. Anytime in the races, it's, it, it's, it's top tier. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And I was just really taken away because it's earlier 2000s and it was just very well done. Yeah. So my age, the worst kind of goes off of that. My age, the worst is the any backdrop or background CG. It's almost atrociously bad. Mine, too. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you because even it, in like the f- openings after the opening scene, mm-hmm. he runs outside and it looks like there's like cars going by and it looks like it looks like a cartoon a world. Game. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's like Mickey Mouse Playhouse. And yeah. I'm like, ugh. so for who won and lost the movie again, that's like who comes out looking the best and who comes out looking the worst. So for who won the movie for me, it's a bit of an interesting one. I have the movie. Because in the long run, after years after this movie, it's become a cult classic, like I said. It's very well loved on places like Twitter and things like that. And it's very enjoyable enjoyable to watch. This kid's seen the whole movie. Come on. <laughs> uh, my, my one that... See, mine goes a little more on the joking side. I thought Chim Chim and Spritel won the movie. They were so funny. They were the comedic relief. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed all of their scenes. Chim Chim and Spritel. So Chim Chim is a monkey, a chimpanzee, like yes. a pet monkey they have. And Spritel is Speed's younger brother by yes. about 10 years. Which I don't understand how their family's pumping on babies like that. It's yeah. They're like 10 years apart on each and kid. And Pops does not age. He doesn't. But, you know, I mean. But it, it is a kid's movie. Yeah, it yeah. is. But they did so good. And I loved all their scenes. They mm-hmm. just, they killed it. Uh, so who lost the movie now? So for mine, I have the Wachowskis, the writers and directors. 
this is just in the middle of a string of bad movies. They, I mean, obviously the first Matrix movie is very good. The second one isn't bad, but everything after that, it's just not good. Like mm -hmm. it, they really are awful. And then even after this, they have a few more directorial uh, efforts and they're just kind of like these mid-budget sci-fi movies that were just critical and commercial flops and they yeah. really haven't directed much since i think one of them directed the newest matrix movie and even that was not yeah well -liked. Yeah. yeah so how um, about yours it was racer x not telling his family oh i love that that's I, it's so tragic to it me it is so it's like it's at the end of the movie let's it's, wrap it up it's a yeah. kid's movie is there gonna be a sequel no just tell your family. Yeah. And he doesn't. And it's one of those things that's like so shocking because he like, well, he we gets see, asked at the end. Yeah. we It's after Speed wins the Grand Prix mm -hmm. and we see someone ask him, do you want me to bring you down to meet or to celebrate with them? And he's like, and he thinks about it and we see almost a montage of what happened where he, yeah. he blows up his own car. It was, he, it like, was the, his funeral it was the detector bar. saying, do yeah. you regret the choice you made? Yeah. And then we see all that and we see him like go through full reconstructive surgery on his yes. face and I think it's heartbreaking because it he has because he realizes like I can't do that because I'll destroy any trust I've made as Racer X and anything they felt about Rex since his death. And I have to live with that. Yeah. And it kills. It me. was so impactful. It was one of those like just crazy scenes where it's yeah. like, wow, mm -hmm. it really that hits hard. The, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's hit, the, it hits hard now. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing. That's the like whenever I thought of this movie, I thought of him going through all that i remember that end scene yeah as like one of the biggest things because i think it was the most traumatic for me because i was like just tell your family yeah mm -hmm. so i think that'll wrap it up for us here at the garbage reel uh thank you so much for listening it this will be up on apple Podcasts and youtube on wednesday october 4th i want to say i think it's the fifth the fifth yes yep so just look up the garbage reel anywhere you get your podcast on apple or google or youtube and you'll find us. So thank you very much for watching. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next time.